A life of music rocks. rocks. Presents. Mike Sets. Mike Sets. Oh, I've got no throat left. Thanks. <laughs> Here we go. We ready? Let's go. Welcome to Mike Sets, a musical trip down memory lane. Episode three of our second series and called "Coming in Your Eras." Today, we're talking about long-haired men in spandex. Unfortunately, we're not talking about pro wrestling. We're going through the twilight of glam and the loud, flamboyant, colorful, charismatic showman of the 80s. In the decade that style forgot, androgyny was the name of the game, and hairspray and lipstick were found in the men's style, I presume. Uh, anyway, I'm not wearing lipstick. It tends to get stuck in my beard, uh, but I am wearing leopard print spandex, uh, but that's not because of the podcast. It's just because it's because uh, it's Sunday, and we're still in lockdown. My name is Chris Rusty Thunder Foxen, and I'm joined by Michael Wildman Neptune Gaskell and Richard Dirty Crayons Eaton, and we are ready <laughs> to rock! <laughs> Wildman Neptune, Michael, are you excited for this, man? Yeah, definitely. I'm 100%. This is going to be a... The most flamboyant episode ever. <laughs> is there a big glam scene in Spain? Uh, um, not that I've seen. Not that I've seen. But who knows, you know, there's kinks everywhere, in there? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose there is. I suppose there is. And Dirty Crayons himself. Richard, you pick this genre, man. You pick this area, you must be pumped. I am pumped, but the whole song that I picked it for was actually released in 1990, so... <laughs> I had to make some slight tweaks <laughs> during the researching stage. But it was, it was you who said, yeah, it was you who said 80s glam rock. And I stick by that. I love it. I've had a great couple of weeks researching this. You're not breaking the rules like I did last time. Never break the rules, me, pal. <laughs> so, yeah, that title then, 80s glam rock. Um, like, I, I don't know how I feel about it because, like, for me, glam rock, that's like David Bowie, Elton John. Like, glam's a. An 80s genre for me. I'd, I'd even call ABBA a, a glam rock band. Um, I mean, if you did <laughs> that glam rock to an 80s genre. You know, see, I, I'd have gone. I'd have gone. Glam rock was more of a 70s genre. I think 80s was starting to become more cock rock. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, like glam metal, hair metal, cock rock. Yeah, <laughs> cock rock's right. <laughs> Is that like, is that a, a, a slur? Is that a bad term for them? Uh, <laughs> oh, I like the term cock rock. Yeah. I like it. You knew where you were as a groupie back then. <laughs> cock um. rock. <laughs> uh, right, so yeah, for this podcast, um, our songs, each of us have picked five different songs that we think define this era of music. Um, but before we get on to our songs, I think we'll give you a little uh, genre-specific taster with this. Um, so series one, we had a feature that our listeners really liked, you know, and that we really liked as well. So back by popular demand is the SOB, uh, the shout out band, which is, you know, a lesser known band or an unsigned band or just like a local band that we really like and we want to gush over. Uh, Michael, I believe you've done your usual and you've scoured the Internet and uh, found a shout out band for us. Yeah, I, I, funnily enough, I, uh, I went on glam rock bands of 2021, 2020. Try and find something new. And, and I think it's probably worth mentioning when we first started this series, we were worried about doing shout-out bands because we didn't want to say to someone, your music sounds like it belongs in the 60s. You know, we wanted to wanted to yeah. keep, make people still seem relevant. Um, but I think I think this this band we're going to play 100% is relevant and has really, really taken the glam rock and cock rock and that that proper metal sound and, and has brought it back. Um, now, interestingly yeah, enough, probably, haven't they? yeah, interesting enough. I think I'm, as well. If you, if you, sorry, go on. Go on, go on, go on. <laughs> no, I think if you were to say to them as well that oh, you know you belong in the eighties doing hair metal, they'd love that. Yeah, oh. that's not going to like insult them. That's like that's what they want. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. So, so I went onto Spotify and I was just searching a lot of glam glam rock um, play, playlists, and I came across a band that you know only a couple of thousand, maybe hundred thousand plays. And I was like, that looks like a band that we should check out. Give it a listen, really good, spot on with the sound. Um, and I was looking where they're from. And it just says UK band. Do a bit of searching. Looks like they're from Manchester, because they tag Manchester in there. Not only do they look like they're from Manchester, I think they're actually from Bolton area, Wigan. 
So I, I mentally start <laughs> random band, random. Which is where we all used to come from. Random band, random playlist. And the first one I pick is a local band. So it just felt right that we give them a play. And uh, they're actually called Passion. And the song we're going to play is We Do What We Want. Seriously, that's set the tone, hasn't it? That's set the tone. Huh. Yeah, bang on. Hundred percent. And then, and as as always, that's available on the playlist. Just click the little link in the description. It'll take you straight to the playlist, and you can check out Passion and their album's called Passion, self-titled. Excellent, excellent. Um, just out of interest, Richard, what was your song from the nineties that was um, that we couldn't have? Or have you picked another song from this band? If you have, then um... no, 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 I didn't even pick another song from this band. It was uh, Winds Winds of Change by Scorpion. Oh, gee. Which, which I wanted to say and then plug another podcast, also called Winds of Change. Fuck it, I'm going to tell you about it anyway, man. It's awesome. <laughs> Look, there's a conspiracy theory, right, that Winds of Change is actually written by the CIA to help like get rid of the uh, Berlin Wall and, and then Soviet Russia. What? <laughs> exactly, that was my sort of thought process. But honestly, listen to the podcast Winds of Change and it explains it all in massive detail for you as to what the thing is. Yeah, yeah, interesting. But didn't the uh, so about the Berlin Wall, did you say? Th- yeah. Didn't the Berlin Wall come down before the 90s? I thought it was the late yeah, 80s, it was yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah, that no, apparently, I, I mean, that just debunks that conspiracy straight away. They only released it in the no, 90s. No, 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 no. So, <laughs> it, was, it was more to do with, like, stopping the spread of communism type thing ah. and making people wake up to the fact that, you know, they can be what they want to be. Nice. It's a brilliant yeah. podcast, man. Listen to it. I'm not one for conspiracy theories, but it's brilliant. Fair enough. Went to change I'm, I'm about still, six times an episode. Right, yeah. Also, speaking of scorpions as well, um, Wadzi from the... Um, we were talking to Wadzi from the Canal Pod as well. And when he was talking about his songs that he would put into this, he said, uh, Rocky Like a Hurricane. Isn't that Scorpions as well? I think it is. But uh, spoiler alert, we haven't picked it, so... <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, so to cut time on this uh, on this podcast, uh, we've decided not to play our fifth and fourth choice songs because um, these podcasts were getting pretty long. Um, so we're just going to stick with playing our top three. Um, that was an agreed by us all, I think, you know, quite happy with that. Uh, but, you know... <laughs> yeah, I mean, Richard have his way, you know, this will be a day long podcast. It was a demo- <laughs> dem- democratic process. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a handicap match. <laughs> yeah, basically, got Donald Trump here and Boris Johnson got together, come up with some bullshit <laughs> rules, built a wall, and fucked me off, basically. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying that to the two most left wing people. Uh, <laughs> 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 We've become Trump and Johnson. <laughs> We're That's both quite outspokenly left wing. Right, anyway, but yeah, no, we're still going to talk about our um, our fifth and fourth choices. So uh, I'll just go have a quick run through. Um, anyway, so my fifth choice song uh, for glam rock of the 80s was, um, it was Come On, Feel The Noise by Quiet Riot, uh, which was written and performed originally in 1973 by Slade. Uh, this cover came out 10 years later in 1983, which is the best year of all time, of course. 
Uh, and it was a huge success. Uh, not only did it draw attention to the LA metal scene, which was, uh, which was growing at the time, it also brought worldwide attention to Slade, who uh, gained some success, you know, in America, 10 years after they, you know, <laughs> they released their original song, so probably a bit late for them. Um, but yeah, also covered by Oasis, this song in 1996, which is a pretty good cover as well. Uh, Blur would have done it a lot better, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Need to bring that up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was my fifth choice. Uh, my fourth choice, uh, another cover, actually, as it happens. And it's probably one of my favourite covers ever, if not my favourite cover, but uh, I don't think it could get any further into this. Uh, and also another cover of a song that came out in 1973. The song is uh, Radar Love, originally by Dutch band Golden Earring. Um, apparently this song has been covered 500 times as well, but um, the one I've gone for is the hair metal version, of course, uh, which is by White Lion. Um, but we're not going to listen to it, so just check it out. It's on the, um, it's on the Spotify playlist, as, uh, as Michael was saying. Uh, Richard, number five, number four for you. Okay, so my, uh, my fifth song is Great White's Rock Me. Oh, no, that's Trissy's sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was released in 1987. It was the band's breakout song. And, and this thing interested me as well. It was a radio edit. So the original song seven over seven minutes long. And then like they do a radio edit to bring it down to like three or four minutes. But do we get that anymore now? Radio edit songs. I know we take the swearing out. But uh, do they really compress songs anymore? That's a good question. I can't think of any. No. What that tells me is that we're all shit musicians these days who can't make a song longer than three or four minutes. <laughs> I'm not being funny. I just spent a, couple, I spent a couple of days um, doing a bit of work, and these this, these lads that I always had on um, some modern music station, and well, fuck me, I, I do not like modern music. That's an absolute. <laughs> <laughs> One song just repeated the same three words over and over for three minutes. This is shit. Is it around the world by Daft Punk? Because if it is, I'm going to kick your ass. No, I'm around the world by Daft Punk. Amazing. Do we need to talk about Daft Punk as well? Oh, man. Yeah. Drop them all. Oh, man. Let's not. Let's not. Number four, Richard. Number four is Aerosmith's Do Look Like a Lady. Also released in 1987. There's a common theme with my song choices today, guys. This is a bit um, of mine as well. We'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> it was their comeback song. Um, I didn't score a hit since 1978. So the year before this came out, Run DMC um, launched Walk This Way, which is obviously the where they both collaborated together. And then that sort of re- reinvented Aerosmith uh, and got them back into people's minds. And then this was their next song from there. It was also about uh, Vince, lead singer from Motley Crue. As seen from oh, yeah. behind. Yeah, man, apparently so. <laughs> God, it's the legend goes, man. Not these days. Have you seen him recently? <laughs> Dude, let's be fair, you could say that about any of the old uh, 80s cockcrop bands. I still think oh, yeah, yeah. I still think they do look like ladies. They just look like 90-year-old ladies. Yeah, I suppose they just look older, don't they? Yeah, they just don't look like hot ladies. No, exactly, they never look like hot ladies. I don't know. <laughs> we'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. <laughs> well, I can't believe we're not going to listen to Aerosmith, man. I know, man. I'm glad to see Michael. Michael, have you got a number five I've, and a number four? I've got a number five. Um, and you're all going to be glad that we aren't playing this. But the reason I've chosen it is because it's one of those great tunes that you always hear when you go out clubbing, um, like Bar Retro or Icon in Bolton or Jumping Jacks, whatever it was known as. Um, it's just one of those massive hits that gets everyone singing, and that is Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Fuck you. Moving <laughs> <laughs> <Even> on. <laughs> but it, it is. I mean, that one's really for Biggie because it's probably one of his favourite glam rock songs, let's be honest. Um, number four, and there's really not much to say about this one. It's Europe final countdown. Oh yes, tune. And well, this is why we should play every song. To it. <laughs> what you want to listen to it? Oh, <laughs> no, don't you be cheating, man. <laughs> should we just go back to our two-hour um, podcast format? <laughs> drop, drop, drop some, um, 
some feedback if you prefer two hours with music or uh, an hour and a half with two songs cut out. Let us know what you which you prefer. Let's do some market research on this motherfucker. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't like getting feedback though because I found out that you know I'm not the person of the people anymore, <laughs> and that people don't like my uh, my comments about Blur on the last episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're not talking so, about that now. Right? So. <laughs> is that is that what you're going to say then? There's nothing that can be said about it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I was I didn't go and look up facts because I thought we were just doing a very quick two line in, intro about the song. You two have gone off and spent fifteen minutes chatting about them. So <laughs> to make up to for the fact that to be fair, I had more facts about my two songs that I didn't play than I do about the three that we are going to play. <laughs> It saves time either way. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Let's move on. Let's keep this train rolling, guys. Let's keep this train rolling, Mike. Yeah, so, Michael, let's, um, let's have your number three. I'm actually going to listen to this one as well. Yeah. Okay, number three. Um, so, I'm going to power grab straight into this one. So, it's off the it was originally off the 1982 album, Saints and Sinners, but released uh, again in 1987 with more of a bluesy twang. And it's White Snake. Here I go again. Uh, and apparently, the initial lyrics had Drifter in. Um, but they wanted to change that to Hobo. Apparently, they moved back to Drifter after they thought people might mishear it as Homo, and they didn't want to uh, let that, you know, that sort of mishearing go. Um, that cannot be true. I mean, I mean, it's as true as Wikipedia facts are. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um, wow. So the wow. the eighty two version actually got to number thirty four in the charts, but the eighty seven hit number nine with four hundred and nine thousand copies sold in the UK. So yeah, why Good numbers? Bad, not bad. And it's an absolute tune. Let's be honest, it's it's pure glam. Pure. Glam. Yeah, tune. Yeah, I've seen them live as well. Yeah, it's great. Oh, Love it. Nice. Love it. Okay, let's give it a listen. mention of Will Ferrell in old school listening to that song so cool have you, have you seen that film please tell me you both have no why most of the things Will Ferrell have done but what's it called old school old school yeah yeah we're making note of that part got Luke Wilson and uh, Vince Vaughn in it and they oh, create a little fraternity. I mean that I know it's great and he's, is that not just pretty standard for a lineup of uh, actors those three they're always in the same three things together let's be honest they start a high school fraternity and uh, Will Ferrell plays uh, Frank or Frank the Tank oh of course I've seen it (laughs) he's just sat there with his old um, (laughs) I'm not sure what car it is yeah I'm not sure like uh, a firebird or something like that he's just revving it (laughs) he's just listening to that song (laughs) it's so (laughs) mean And his new wife comes out and she's got some um, iced tea. And she's got, oh, I made you some iced tea. He's got, ah, cool, I've got a fresh beer. Yeah. Um, it's when they start, you know, <laughs> realizing what married life's going to be like. Uh, oh, right, just right. brought you cheese on toast, pal, you know. It's, good. <laughs> it's, av- it's avocado on toast. <laughs> oh, so hipster. So hipster. Rock and roll, man. <laughs> avocado on toast. She's it's, also brought me some carrots and carrots and hummus. It's right. Just, which I realise I have the most there. Just a second, like, lift lift that food up again and, and show us the cheese on the uh, avocado on toast. These are getting, uh, getting shared. So you've got this big guy. I mean, just wait till you see the pictures of this. It's... Uh, Mr. Metal himself. Mr. Metal himself. I know, I'm wearing, I'm wearing, I'm wearing an Undertaker t-shirt with the arms cut off. Hats <laughs> out, dreads out, big beard out, and avocado on toast. <laughs> did you cut the sleeves off yourself? I did. 
That's amazing. <laughs> this is the greatest thing I've ever witnessed. I know I was just thinking it's the music that makes us uh, make these podcasts so long. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. So much shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, I think I'll, I'll go next. So my uh, my number three song. Uh, so this is a band that sort of bridged the gap, uh, you know, quite a big gap between uh, glam metal and thrash metal, really. Um, a band that Metallica, who, you know, Metallica at the time hated glam metal, you know, they were quite openly against glam metal and uh, glam rock and stuff uh, in the 80s. But this band, um, Metallica opened up for them. Um, and the singer of this band as well, he also considers the term glam rock to be a bit inappropriate for them. Uh, but, you know, to me, I don't think it gets more. Well, probably glam metal. It doesn't get any more glam metal than this. Um, I've gone with uh, Twisted Sister and their uh, massive 1984 masterpiece, We're Not Gonna Take It. Uh, the main influence of this song came from Slade. Um, so, you know, if they are a thrash metal band, they're a glam thrash metal band. Um but yeah, to me, this is as glam as it gets. Um, let's have a go. Let's listen. We're not going to take it by, uh, by Twisted Sister. Song, wicked song. I think you can hear the similarities between that and Come On, Feel The Noise anyway. A very, very similar yeah, song. Really? Now you mention it, you really can, Yeah, especially that beginning sort of opening part. Yeah. Uh, right, what's your number three, dude? Uh, so my number three, um, my number three, I'm just going to say what it is, I'm not going to do all this bullshit pissing around, this crazy, crazy nights by Kiss. <laughs> Purely because I don't really know what I can say about this song. It's, just, it's an incredible song. I love it. Apparently, the Americans don't love it as much. It only got us number 65 in their charts, but number four in the UK. That's because we know what good music is. <laughs> it was again released in 1987. And uh, something quite apt for you here, Mr. Foxen. It's about, you know, loving the kind of music that you like and not caring about what other people think about it. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Metallica, for instance. You know what? <laughs> okay, interestingly, that you mentioned that the UK had high sales on that. Let's remember that point because I'm going to come back to some some more interesting things around that in a little bit. But it's interesting that you mentioned that. Sweet. I'm intrigued no. to hear what it is. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Building suspense there. <laughs> it's off the album Crazy Nights, not Crazy Crazy Nights as well. So listen to this, Loma.
Now I'm 99% sure that you told me to play from start to 1 minute 42, so I'd stop just as it kicks in and then you could go, oh, why have you stopped it at that point? Yeah, why have you stopped it at that point, you dick? <laughs> I'm glad we got the key change. I do love a good key, a good key change. Oh, no. <laughs> but I like the, I love it at the very beginning where it just goes, wow! Why do more songs just start with a wow? True. They don't, there's not enough woos at all. <laughs> Good old fashioned Rick right, Flair. Right. Yeah, that's the best word. That's the best word, definitely. <laughs> uh, right, we're on to number two then. Look at this. We're getting we're flying through this now. Flying through this. Um, so when I first when we first you know, chose this genre, this was the first song that came into my head. Um, it's the debut song. Uh, from the debut album of the most metal of the glam metal bands, definitely. Um, also, this song, you know, I've just it's just been in my head for a week and it's been fluttering at number one. And I think if we'd have recorded this tomorrow or in a couple of days' time, you know, this probably would have been number one because it's just been stuck in my head. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So the band formed in 1986. Oh, look at me keep it building tension now, building the tension. Who's it going to be? Uh, the band formed in 1986, but this song came out in uh, 1989, and it fucking rocks. Uh, it's not the band's most successful song, but um, it was the debut, obviously, and it's a definite sort of grab-you-by-the-balls debut. Um, so, yeah. In at number three on my top five of glam metal songs of the 80s, I've gone with You've Gone Wild by Skid Row. Um, just listen to this opening riff, honestly. Just listen to it, guys. This is this band's... First song, the f- you know, the first opening riff that this band ever did, and it's just, it's brilliant. What's interesting is, like, it's coming to the very end of the 80s there, so at the end of glam rock sort of life expectancy, and these guys come along on the scene and hit it pretty much out oh, the park. I know, this riff just comes along and it just it just screams like, right here, motherfuckers. <laughs> Kicks you in the face. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Through that, isn't it? Oh, isn't it? That yeah, that really sort of clunky, sort of slappy bass. There's not enough bands say their own name as well in in songs. Now, that's pretty glam rock, you know. I know you were talking about a good group, but yeah, when a band says their own name, that's <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, I love like Sebastian Bach as a frontman as well. I think he, I think he's awesome. Um, have you ever watched Trailer Park Boys? Like, did you, have you ever watched? Yeah, I watched the. I watched a couple of seasons of it. Yeah. Yeah, because he keeps popping up on it, and it's just random. That's, yeah, I'm not going to say anything about it. Just go away. Funny. But yeah, I'm happy with my choice there. Number two, Skid Row. You've He's not happy, guys. He really wants to go number one with that, I'm telling you now. He's not happy. Oh, yeah. I can <laughs> see his face. I should have done. I should have done. Honestly, I was listening to it there thinking, oh, this, my number one's not as good as this. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think, I do think my, my number one is a lot more glam than that. Yeah. <laughs> right, Richard, let's have your number two then, please, dude. So number two, this song was also released in 1987. I shit you not, this wasn't the This is your year. <laughs> I wasn't even born, pal. <laughs> but, you know, I was. 
<laughs> he, he definitely was, pal, yeah. Um, so, yeah, 1997. Um, you two are probably going to argue it's not their best song, but you two don't want shit. And that's <laughs> Guns N' Roses' Paradise City. It's just such a top, top song. Um, done a little bit of fact search as well. And apparently, Slash wanted the line to be, take me down to Paradise City where the girls are fat and they've got big titties. <laughs> Which... <laughs> You know what? Fuck it, why not? But uh, apparently it got overruled by the rest of the band because they'd have to edit it somewhat for the old radio playing. Which was obviously take away from the Video edit again. Yeah, man. Yeah. So apparently, uh, I'm not going to say anything. This is this is my favourite Guns N' Roses song. Yeah, I'm not going to say That anything. is epic news. Thank you, kind sir. I like that. <laughs> it, it, it's, de- I, it's definitely up there in my top five, 100%. And it probably argue it is number one. But, yeah. This yeah. is what? Jesus. Oh. <laughs> I got a Guns N' Roses is one of those bands that we all agree on are actually a good band that we all like. Do we, do I, we love? I've, do, we love. Do yeah. we all love the band? I have. I have owned an album by Guns N' Roses, so tick that box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I currently, I currently own two albums by Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I'd say they're a band I love. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? They've done some shit. They've done some shit. And the first time I saw them, them. the the only time I saw them live, they were horrible. But it wasn't Guns N' Roses. It was just... uh, I do love their Greatest Hits album. So maybe I could go as far as saying I love them. Yeah. That's cheating. Is that... Yeah. If we we found our second band, we all agree on. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got Foo Fighters and Guns N' Roses. That's it. For now. For now. For now. I I thought we all loved Aerosmith as well. I thought we'd agreed on that. Mm, oh, no, no, Michael let us down on that. Yeah. Yeah. I love If you love Aerosmith, yeah, Michael let us down here. Yeah. I like them, but they're not they're not unicorn for me. So. <laughs> We're talking about bands we all universally love. It, you know, we can't find them really. If, uh... We all, I mean, between the three of us, there's a lot of bands that we love together, but there's only ever two of us that love them. Not all three of us. It's hard to find one that we all three truly enjoy. Um, yeah. Anyway, should we give a... Well, hang on, hang on. Have you got some more facts? Yeah, yeah. Where is Paradise City, I hear you ask? Oh, sorry, do you want us to ask that? No, no, no. <laughs> no fuck you both. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say LA. It's got to be LA or... No, LA. no, apparently not. Allegedly, allegedly, it's Bloomington in Indiana. Well, that's the first now, time I've ever heard of Bloomington, Indiana. <laughs> well, me too. It's the place that Axl Rose went, apparently, as a kid with his family. Now, I'm only saying allegedly because the good folks of Indiana have some debate over which town it is within Indiana that he went to where the girls are pretty and the grass is green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these bloody Indianans. I want to call it Indiana. In- Indians. Oh, Indians. I don't, I don't <laughs> Not Indians. <laughs> Indianites. Indianites. Yeah. <laughs> but that's only allegedly. Um, please write into the show if you know more information. <laughs> Write in. Write in. Yeah, write in. This is the 80s, my friend. We're talking about the 80s. It's a good old-fashioned pen and paper job. Back of a postcard. Send it to Mike Sets. Free post. Recording this on tape. (laughs) Oh, here's one for you. The 80s, right? You could buy music on vinyl, tape and CD. Well, what's different to now? Because you can buy vinyl, CD, tape, MP3, Spotify. The difference now is, pal, the difference now is you can't play any of those mediums apart from MP3. True. Apart from Chris. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I can play them all. No, let's, let's be honest, the only, one you can, the only one you can actually play is Spotify, because who's got any of the... Who's even got a CD player nowadays? Me! Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> no. I still got one. Not even oh, a stereo, car. you know, like a stereo. I don't know if you've ever heard of these things. No, not an Alexa, not an Alexa. Yeah, hi-fi, yeah. It's got a record player at the top. It's not got a tape deck at the front, actually. A tape deck at the side and two CD players at the front. The speakers are separate. They have a wire going to them. Amazing. <laughs> wires, man. Do you know what wires are? Wires are these. They're like these cables. <laughs> they're not Wi-Fi, basically. It's just um, it's how you transfer data from one place to another. And only Wi-Fi is capable of that, is it? Not Bluetooth, <laughs> you know? Uh, anyway, before we rack over one hour and forty minutes, let's give a listen to Paradise City.
Tune. Tune should have been your number one. My number two should have been my number one. Your number two should have been your number one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that means I'm just... definitely going to win on number ones then this week because mine is 100% the number one glam rock song. And I'll prove it to you. Well, we shall see. We shall see. That Paradise City reminds me. Um, so do you ever play the Burnout games? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. So I think Burnout Paradise. Yeah, it was a sequel to was it the sequel to Burnout Three? I'm not sure it was anyway, but I just bought it anyway. I didn't watch any trailers or anything for it, and like all I thought was when I saw the cover called Burnout Paradise, this bear off Paradise City in it. Turn it on, boom! There it is, Paradise City. Man, it made me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> all released for the Xbox, I believe. Oh, was it? Was it? Yeah, I think so. So I had an Xbox. Yeah, well, same here, pal. Yeah. Was Burnout <laughs> the one again where you could have a damage counter? So yeah, it's basically yeah, yeah, the most scratch, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, right, Michael. So, what's your number two that might have to be a number one that we don't know? This no, seems to be the end of the team. But it's definitely still a number two. This uh, it can't compete with our number one. Um, so, this is uh, off the 1983 album *Pyromania*. Um, actually, another this is band was influenced by heavily influenced by a band called the Arrows. Um, anyone heard of them? No, we'll come back to those later on. And, and again, it will all make sense. Uh, so this got, it's got a very famous line, which was taken from Neil Young's uh, Hey, Hey, My, My, which is, um, all right, I've got something to say. It's better off to burn than fade away, which um, actually also became famous because that was Kurt Cobain's suicide note. Um, any any guesses what it is yet? Can you see what it is yet? <laughs> Started this song. Started this song. Um, also has another famous sample taken out of it, um, and it's sampled by Offspring. Pretty fine for a white guy. Um, it's, it, I think it's German. Um, do you know what? It, do you know what it's saying at the start yes. of this? Given well, given Lieben, Lieben, Lieben. I don't know what it means. No, no. Oh, I lived there for quite a long time. It, it's actually, it's actually just made up German sounding gibberish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel a bit better because you know, I know quite a lot of German. I know, I don't recognise any of them. <laughs> yeah, if, if you haven't guessed it yet, it is a Death Leopard, Rock of Ages, absolute classic. Nothing more yeah. to say. Well, there we go. <laughs> Well, I don't want to fall into the trap of mentioning the one thing that everyone knows about Def Leppard, pal, so let's not do it. <laughs> no. Just in okay. case I've got the wrong band now. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've got a drummer with one arm. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> let's give this song a listen. <laughs>
I have got to be honest, the only reason I actually chose that, I knew I wanted a Def Leppard song, but the only reason I chose that one is because it was uh, sampled by The Offspring and it was... Uh, Maybe choose that one over the others, and mainly because all all of the other best songs were sort of predated our uh, time time frame. <laughs> but uh, well, I think "Pour Some Sugar on Me" came out afterwards, didn't it? But I think that I, I think they got a bit more poppy after that. I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that song. I mean, "Pour Some Sugar on Me" is probably the obvious choice, but um, no, I agree. I like that song. Is that the I'm first British band we've spoken about today as well? Well, fun, funnily enough, you should walk right into one of the things I was going to talk about. So one of the things I was actually going to mention was. Um, sort of where glam rock came from. So do you know where, where glam rock originates? Well, I like to think from Britain, like in, you know, in the sort of early 70s. Spot like, on. You know, there was yeah. David Bowie and we had like Slade and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, so, so glam rock originates from the UK and it actually comes from the late 60s psychedelic art rock movement. Um, and it, up until the late 70s, it was actually exclusively a British uh, genre. Um, it was only into the 80s that it started to drift over to the other side of the pond, which is probably why um, bands got much bigger sales in the UK, or more charts, should I say. Ah. Um, yeah, it probably makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. And uh, so it was obviously glam rock. It's all about, you know, performing outrageous costumes, makeup, hairstyles, particularly, like you said, David Bowie. We've not really sort of touched upon Bowie... Um, Elton John, even Fred, Freddie Mercury, you can even put them in there. But one of the things I wanted to talk about was my actual playlist is mostly English bands. Actually, it's not mostly English bands, sorry. There's two English bands. <laughs> two English bands, one American and one Swedish. Um, and uh, yeah, my next one's actually American. But um, in yours, yours are all American apart from your Dutch one, Chris. Yeah. yeah, well, no, they weren't actually Dutch though. It was uh, covered by an American band. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the original song yeah. was. So, yeah, the original song was Dutch. Yeah, yeah. by Golden Earring. So yours, uh, yours are all, yours are all American bands, and I'm the only one that stuck true to the roots of glam rock with some English bands. Because um, that's typical of you, you little. White Snake, White Snake are English. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, shit, man, shit, yeah. motherfucker. There you go. Facts about. Oh, well, you know, rock. I thought we did Britpop. We did Britpop last time, man. I needed to get back over ah, to America. Oh, sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just America. Going back to Offspring. Go on. Offspring have announced this week that they are launching a new album. Yes. yes. And they've also put out their new single this week from the album. Anyone listen to it? I've not no, listened to it. Have you no. listened to it? No, so let's do a mini disc. Mini disc, yes. After this, after this, let's do that. Good shot. I like it, I like it. Uh, right, where are we then? We're at top ones, top one. Top ones, <laughs> top ones. Number one, numero uno. Uh, right, so um, I think we'll let Michael go last. So, uh, Richard, it was your choice, your era. You wanted this. Hit us with your number one, a glam rock song of the 80s, motherfucker. All right, well, we've already established that my glam rock number one song was actually released in the 90s, so this wouldn't actually be my number one. <laughs> if this was, if that one was available, you got to do uh, your research, man, before you jump in. <laughs> you go ahead. So this song was released in 1985. It was then released again in the 90s. Uh, it's a song about um, wanting to come back home when you're on tour. So as a band, you know, all you want to do is tour, but when you're actually on the tour, you just want to go back home. Exactly, allegedly. Um, this is from I think it's the second album from memory and it was the first song they released off the second album and the the record label didn't want them to actually do it at all because it was totally against what they'd done originally which is always interesting you two don't particularly like the band and all that I don't I don't mind don't mind I, I only like a couple of the songs to be fair but it's Motley Crue's Home Sweet Home nice Nice. It wasn't actually a hit either. Um, it didn't do much in the charts, but what it did do well on... Shit. <laughs> no, 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 what it did do well on was MTV. On TV. It did do well in the charts because the record label didn't plug it. So without MTV, this song would have just disappeared into obscurity, which is a real fucking shame because it's an absolutely amazing song and goes really deep, which is why Chris doesn't like it. <laughs> it's not heavy I'm enough. A shallow, I'm a shallow motherfucker. Shallow so it's, it's quite emo, would you say? 
Yes, yes, it is, yes. <laughs> and, here's, and here's one for you, it's quite interesting. We've been Home Sweet Home, it was the last bar, last song they ever performed live together. Wow. And they signed an agreement at the start of the last tour in 2015 to say that this is the last tour, we're not doing another one. And that's that. And this is how they ended it, Home Sweet Home. Let's give it a play. Awesome song. Don't care what you say, Foxen. It's a great song. <laughs> I think that's a shit song by a really shit band. I don't really like them. The the, the film though that was on uh, Netflix, The Dirt. The dirt. So I think as, as dudes, I think they, they seem really really fucked up. But cool, cool. <laughs> well, they got one hell of a story, man. And they, you know they've got like this whole reputation about them. That's um, what the eighties was about, though, man. I I once went um, to an office party. And I was drinking with this bloke who was heavily around sales in the 80s. And he basically openly admitted and apologised that all they did in the 80s was drank all the champagne in the world, which is why bottles are so fucking expensive now, and did a lot of illegal drugs. (laughs) (laughs) That that pretty much is summed up by the crew as well. (laughs) 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah. And that film was brilliant. That film was so good. And if you've read the book as well, I mean, I'm only halfway through it at the minute. The Heroin Diaries. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. It's, yeah, it's harrowing. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, really good. I have read that. Uh, There's an album that accompanied it as well by 6AM, which has lots of. um, Yeah, yeah, it's Nicky Six's band, obviously. He doesn't sing any of the guy who sings. I don't know what how you'd sort of count them, just like an American sort of rock band, like a southern rock band sort of thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Better than Motley Crue. (laughs) (laughs) I think you have to be there, man. I think. They were sort of doing it different at that time because obviously sort of glam rock was disappearing and electro synth shite was coming in. And these guys basically went, that's not how we want to be. (laughs) I'm not saying electro synth is shite, by the way. I could see the offence on Chris's face then as you said that. He's like, what? Just because I can't play guitar, I've tried. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, sorry, I'm not saying electro synth is shite. I mean, honestly, it's incredible music, but... At that point in time, that's where the 80s was going. It was all going to be synth. Yeah, of course it was. And then these guys came along and went, fuck that. <laughs> and that's yeah. why we still have... Do you know what? I think, I, I think yeah. I'm the minority when it comes to things like this. You know, a lot of people like... I know my brother's really into uh, into Motley Crue. I think, you know, my wife's into Motley Crue and stuff. So, yeah, I'm probably the minority, so I'll let you off. Still, really shit, off the, It's the life of Yeah, 100% different. I am, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exact life that I want. <laughs> Would you promise an avocado? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my easy instrument. 
Oh, right. Um, yeah, so my number one. Um, this is as glam as you get for me. You know, I don't think I could find anything glamour. Um, you just need to look at the front cover. When you, you know, if you go listen to our um, playlist of this, just look at the front cover of this album. It's um, <laughs> it's just so, so glam. Uh, the album's called Look What the Cat Dragged In. Uh, this band's from uh, Men- Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, and they formed, again, in 1983, the best year of them all. Uh, this song came out in 1987. It was the, the band's first sort of big international hit. Uh, VH1 ranked this as the 40th best hard rock song of all time. And they also named these guys as the number one hair band of the 80s. So um, yeah, VH1 sort of agrees with me a little bit here. Even if it's not my favourite song on the list, this list, I do think it's the most glam, um, glam song on my list, definitely. So if I want a glam rock band, you know, I want them to be called Poison. And if I want a glam rock song, I want it to be called Talk Dirty to Me. Let's go. What, what was that shout out band called again? Passion. Passion. Passion, sorry, yeah. Okay. <laughs> not, not poison. <laughs> yeah. Yes, do, man. got Sex Pistols and Ramones vibes from that. Yes, definitely Ramones, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. In the, the intro, I was thinking definitely Sex Pistols. Definitely a bit of Ramones. And definitely, then and through the riff, it was all sort of Ramones, sort of guitar sounding, you know. Yeah, yeah. Patterns. I, I, I love that I song. I love it. Uh, it's, on, it's on Guitar Hero. I think, I, I don't know if that's the first time I heard I think, I think it was on Scrubs as well, wasn't it? They, they sang it on Scrubs. Scrubs was on Disney Plus now, guys. Scrubs is on Disney Plus. So, um... Yeah, I tried talking Phoebe into watching it the other day. She wasn't having any of it. <laughs> <laughs> the lyrics and that as well, I thought it was um, in the old man's porch for quite a long time. <laughs> I thought they were just listing places where they were going to bang. And, um, <laughs> you know, in, in the basement, at the drive-in, in the old man's porch. But it's not, obviously, they're driving in the old man's Ford. Oh, it's not even the porch. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I thought the porch is a bit, you know, it's a bit visible. <laughs> well, at the driving in the car, it's pretty visible. Palace, yeah, yeah, but I don't think they're talking about banging. I think they're just talking about oh, talking, dirty, talking dirty to each other. That's <laughs> the name of the song. Right, Michael, you've promised us now that you're going to give us the yeah, most glam rock song of all time. Number one. You, I am. I am going to give you the most You've glam. got to follow that. Yeah, and it... it it is going to be correct. Um, now, actually, the, funnily enough, this isn't from a band you would class as glam rock, uh, particularly when you think of glam rock, probably not a band you would, because they are they're quite punk, quite grunge, 
But the song is... Are they from Scotland? They're not from Scotland. <laughs> Have you just got a few fucking lights and gone for a Scottish band? And, no. You know, punk? No, they are actually... From 2023. <laughs> <laughs> they released a band... They released a song last Friday. <laughs> this Friday. <laughs> no, they're, so they're, they're actually quite a punk band from California. Uh, but this song is 100% glam rock. Um, the, it was act, this song I'm going to play was actually recorded by a band called The Arrows in 1975. Once again, second time I've referenced The Arrows, and I'll come back onto them very shortly. Uh, so this song was actually originally recorded um, in 1979 with uh, the artist and the Sex Pistols. So they did a version in 1979, but the version I'm going to play is the one that released and is a most glam rock sang over, was done in the 80s, 1981. Uh, and it's actually by John Jett and the Black Hearts. So, and the song is oh, yeah. I, I Love Rock and Roll. I suppose I can't, I can't argue with you. It's very glam. It is, it is the yeah. number one glam song of all time. No, it's not the number one glam song of all time. Uh, no, I'm saying it's the most glam rock song. It is. Come on. It's got everything you need to make a glam rock song. You can't deny it. What else is more glam? Obviously, in the 80s is what I'm saying, of the 1980s, <laughs> because someone chose the yeah. 80s. So I reckon this is the most 80s glam rock song. Uh, so, yeah, John Jett and the Blackhearts. I'll play them in a minute, but actually... This Arrows, the Arrows who have influenced quite a number of glam rock, cock rock bands that don't seem to have heard of, um, was, is a band that was around in 1976, 1979, and actually it was a TV show in the UK where this band called The Arrows would have, would play their own songs and would get other artists on to play their songs. So they had a 14-week TV show in the 76 and the second series in 77. So what you're telling me is, right, the most the most glam rock band ever and the most influential glam rock band ever was a 14-week-long TV programme. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. The Arrows, yeah. Um, so wow. anyway, But no, the, the, the song I'm going with is, is a cover of the Arrows song, I Love Rock and Roll. It's George Jett and the Blackheart. I Love Rock and Roll. And tell me this isn't glam. listening through that i was trying to think of some cool joke where i could say that the number one cock rock artist doesn't have a cock but then i realized that joe jet joe jet's got bigger balls than anybody so uh, <laughs> so yeah you can have it i'm letting you have it yeah i think it's quite it's interesting that isn't it because i was going to say it's the first female artist but actually no rick you had great white who have a female singer in there isn't there but uh yeah the only one that's uh, female that we've played today, which is unusual because that's normally your your catalogue of music to play, Chris. Uh, but <laughs> not this time. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Oh, no, no, okay, cool. I'm letting you have that. I'm letting you. It was in Wayne's World, wasn't it? So. Um... You know, it, it is rock. It is rock. It's not punk. So yeah. that about wraps it up, man. I think we've, um, I think we've sort of whizzed through this one. 
a lot quicker than normally. Yeah, well, I hope you enjoyed listening to us and listening to um, some of the kick-ass music that we that we played for you then. Um, I think so. We've got to pick a subject next. for next time, haven't we? And I think it's my turn. And we all have agreed with it anyway, so we might as well tell the jolly listeners that we are doing emo music. We are doing emo music from 1999 to 2009. And that's going to be fucking... I thought we were doing pop-punk. 1990 to 1992. What the fuck? Nah, emo it is. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome, man. Punk rock had five minutes, man. It was like from like 7.55 on the 11th of January, 1997 to 7.56. That's not five minutes. It'll be interesting to uh, really classify what falls into emo. So I'm really looking forward to doing that one. Because on the face of it is... You sort of there's a few bands you think of straight away, but when you really think about what is emo, that really widens the scope of next episode. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, right, so is that it? Anything else to add, boys? The, the one thing that we've not really mentioned is the intro at the start. We you did we you sort of we, we played it and then you go off right straight into it, but. Yeah, a bit of a glam rock twist to the usual mind cassettes intro. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Balls deep, like they do in the uh, like they did in the 80s, maybe just went balls deep into it first time. <laughs> <laughs> balls deep, that's the <laughs> probably the tagline for the whole the whole era. Balls deep. <laughs> I, I, neither of you asked about your um, your nicknames, either. You just accepted that you know Wild Man Neptune and Dirty Crayons and Rusty Thunder. I just like Dirty just Crayons a little bit. What about Wild Man Neptune? Do you like it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I yeah, I know. It took me a minute then to be... Yeah, Wild Man <laughs> ne- Neptune. It's... Yeah, that's pretty cool. Wild Man Neptune. I'm, and I'm Rusty Thunder, of course. And do you know where I never got them from? Go on. I put all of our names into a <laughs> into a generator online, oh, nice. into a glam rock generator, and that's what came out. Honestly, when Dirty Crayons came out, I was so happy. <laughs> I was going to steal it for myself. <laughs> Dirty crayons. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bang it on Twitter now as a hashtag. Dirty, dirty crayons. <laughs> dirty crayons. <laughs> Rusty yeah. Thunder, Wild Man, Wild Man Neptune, and uh, Dirty Crayons. <laughs> Man, I don't actually yeah, know what I'm doing with uh, Instagram either, so I'm just gonna type something not for the best. It doesn't look like that. He's gonna put a picture on it. <laughs> no. Oh, all right. Oh, just type the word. <laughs> this is his picture on Instagram trying to type a statement. It's gonna be a picture of him looking at his phone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right grand. I'm on Twitter then. <laughs> Twitter, that's where you do it. You do it. <laughs> well, if you're wondering where to find all this, um, all this excited social media stuff, you can find us on Mind Cassettes on um, on all the social networks. Uh, you can find me at Mr. Fox, and I think I'm only on Instagram. I don't know, um, but we're on TikTok now, aren't we? I know you are, Michael. Are that's- yeah, <laughs> I mean, personally, we are. I've not really done much on it. I don't think the uh, I don't think the podcast will work quite well on TikTok. Uh, not really sure I how that would work. I, do. I think people need to see me rapping Nicki Minaj and, and stuff Look, like that. Look, if you want to create the handle at Mind Cassettes and, uh, and start knocking out some TikToks for everyone, then by all means, go for it. Hang on, hang on. We can put the avocado on toast on to TikTok straight away, can't we? It was recorded, wasn't it? I don't, think, the you, I don't think you can upload to TikTok. I think you can only record from... Which definitely doesn't know what TikTok is. No. <laughs> Dirty crayons on TikTok. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can find me at Chris Foxen on TikTok and go see my shocking attempts at being funny. All right, we're done. We are done. Cool. That's it. <laughs> Fuck off. Peace. <laughs> you can fuck off. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you can fuck off. Peace. <laughs> it was very glam rock. Yeah. I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> I've not got it written down. <laughs> uh, classic. <laughs>